Hello my friends, I hope you're well. I'm alright about the story about a woman getting spiked by an injection in a nightclub in Edinburgh on Saturday 9th October and I was really shocked now the news. I was literally in the gym and I had to stop reading and I was like did I just read that well or I'm going crazy or the world is going crazy you know and I have always been told to look after my drink when I go out or to never leave it unattended, to be careful not anyone take advantage of me or do not get drunk and just to be sure that I get home safe, you know? And I feel all these warnings just take away the pleasure of going out and, you know, party with your girlfriends or go out with your boyfriend or, you know, just go out just by yourself, you know, because you can do that if you want that. Um, So I would like to talk a bit about the incident and why it's so important. I mean, you understand why it's very important talked about it. Um, so, you know, in most campus, there are pubs and restaurants that organize like some sort of parties, usually on Fridays or Saturdays, or sometimes even in the middle of the week. Um, some of these parties have like a thematic, um, I don't know, like now it's Halloween, so there can be the Halloween party. The next... Um, you know, we could be, I don't know, the musical part or something, you know, there's a thematic party about it. Um, so I have to say, I was um, a mature student, like most of my schoolmates used to be like 18, 19, and I was like 23, 24. Um, so really, I didn't really go into parties. I preferred a more quiet student life, like I prefer sitting in my, you know, in room, watch movies, or hang out with my friends, go for a drink, but not like having party or something like that. More like have a drink and have a discussion with my friends. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, I remember though, I once went to one of those parties because one of my friends um, was elected as the president of the LGBTQ community back in my university and I was really happy for my friend he texted me and I was like oh I'm coming you know like everything is close to campus it used to be like 10 minutes away from where I used to live so I was like okay I'm just coming so I didn't even think what I'm going to wear or put like you know makeup or get dressed in a particular way um I remember I didn't even I didn't even drink that day I just want you know to, to congratulate my friend dance um I mean, I saw other of my friends as well, so we like, we dance together, we talk. I didn't want to have a drink or anything, but after, you know, a lot of dancing, I got thirsty. And I remember I went to the, you know, to the bar area, and I was waiting for a bartender, you know, to ask for a tap water. And next to me, I remember there were, like, two guys. Um, I couldn't clearly see their faces, because there was no good lighting and also you know I didn't really pay attention to them I was just you know I was waiting for the bartender so I was like you know when you look someone in the train sometimes it, it, it wasn't really important to me um, but I realized a girl who was really next to me and the guys were talking to her she was acting a bit you know dizzy that she couldn't like walk or even stand so I, I mostly like focus on her and then I realized that one of the guys put something like as a pill in her drink. 
I can't really say that it was a pill or anything, but it seemed like he put something white in her drink. Um, and he tried to give to her to drink it. And obviously I was shocked. I, I never seen something like this. I never experienced something like this. Um, and I, I knew that I shouldn't let her drink this drink. Um, I knew I should have said something, you know, otherwise I would have regretted. So I, I literally pushed one of the guys so I can get between the guys and the girl so I can grab her drink and I start screaming, they put something in your drink, don't drink it, you know, just don't drink it. Um, I even, I, because back then I was just waiting patiently to be served by the bartender, but now I was like, I need some help, I need some assistance here, you know, like, please help me. So basically the bartender took, like, saw me and she paid attention to me. So I told her, like, what happened? The guys have already run while the incident happened. The incident, I mean, me shouting, basically. And to be honest, because the music was so loud, I don't think anyone else apart from the people who were really close to us noticed or even heard my voice or anything. Um, the bartender obviously was shocked. She, she, she was also really young. I could tell she was like a maximum 20 years old, so she didn't know what to do. And I was like, okay, I think we should take her to her flat um, because she looked very shocked like the girl. Um, so I, we asked, like, what, where does she live? She has a key with you, with her, sorry. If she, any of her flatmates or any of her friends are in the party, she didn't remember. She gave us only the flat information. So we just took her. I supported her to walk a bit. Um, and the girl was trying to contact the security to help us because I obviously didn't want to leave her alone in the flat, but I would feel very awkward to stay with a girl I just, you know, met in her flat with her. Like, I would feel very... I would feel weird if I woke up and that happened to me. Um, I don't know. I just felt like maybe someone could be more responsible for that. Like, that was something I could do. Um, so the security came. Um, we talked to them. I talked to them about what happened and I said like you can check the CCTV because I know the CCTV in the building that the party took place so I was like hey you know what check the CCTV try to identify these guys if they go to the uni blah 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 and I said okay we can try to do that we can even address this to the student uni to be more careful or we can you know be more careful to look um, like uh, what we what its personal carries before they enter the party because there's security in the door as well and they're also looking for the student ID so they know you're like a student in the um, in the uni because otherwise you cannot enter unless you're someone guest but you have to be with them. Like if for example uh, I could bring a friend outside uni, they need to be with me and they need to show an ID that they're, they're over 18. Um, that's all. Um, and they said okay but in order to make like this official and maybe even contact police because as a crime the girl needs to talk and like about the whole case because you just saw it okay you stop it but you don't really I don't know go to the police about that I mean I mean obviously I don't remember exactly what she told me but the girl was really shocked she didn't want to take this further she felt really embarrassed and um, I didn't want to put pressure on her I said okay but I said my name, um, so I said if you need me you can find me on Facebook or you know I told her like where um, I study and what I study and where I used to hang out back in campus I said if you need someone to talk to you can find me there um, 
you know, I just tried to make her sure that she's fine. Uh, and to be honest, I saw her a couple of weeks after and she looked fine and she told me she didn't do anything and she was more careful. And if she was, you know, if she was going out, she was going only with her friends to be sure about that. And she hasn't seen these guys um, since that incident. I still don't know what happened to these guys if they're like part of the union or ever. I never saw them on the campus. I guess they're not part of my department or anything. And plus, I don't go out in the parking scene. So, obviously, I, I couldn't know them. But, yeah, that reminds me that case because I was I was really shocked by what I saw. And I'm so happy I reacted the way I did. I hope that was the right way to react. Obviously, I couldn't leave anyone. Even if the, that was reverse rule, like if I saw a woman doing this to a man, I wouldn't be able to leave. So, you know, seeing that and not be able to respond to that. Hope I make sense. I really hope I do. Um, okay, let's talk now about what happened in Edinburgh. Because while I was doing my research, I figured out there was not only this incident that took place, but there's another one in a different venue. And I was shocked because this seems to happen like less than one week from each other and I'm like how is that possible and um, is it like a gunk is it like the same guy because it's the same method you know what I mean um, so the first one happened in liquid room uh, in Edinburgh on Saturday 9th of October and I have to say that the Scottish police obviously have been informed they're trying to find um, who did that. And they're also pleading the public to come forward with any information. Um, both venues that this happened, like the managers and the staff were like more than happy to help the police in the investigation. So I think they cooperate to try to identify whoever did that. I guess through CCTV, through, I don't know how else you can probably through interviews um i don't know how else you can conduct if you know any customer unless they have done the uh how is it called this track and trace i don't know and even i don't know how things are now in in, in um scotland about the covid situation so i don't know if they they're obliged to this track and trace because here in london it's not obliged like it's more like you can do it if you like um, I mean, I do it, but I don't know if other people do it because that way you can be conducted by the government time there's like a, a case, but that way they can also be conducted if you be in the, you know, the same night that this incident happened, this nightclub and, you know, like give a statement or give an interview or say something, you know, because maybe even the most relevant thing you might remember, it, it can be important to the case. Um, also, local MSP Evelyn Tweed um, tweeted, I love how I said this with her name, um, tweeted and pleaded the police to take action and to address the matter. Obviously, the police have made a public announcement for looking into the matter, but nothing new has come out. Um, the victims have claimed that they have been pierced with a needle in their leg, hands and back, and they woke up to no recollection of the night so imagine how scary that can be i can i cannot even imagine it and apparently they're like a, a left with a pink print marks around it 
by Giant Bruce and obviously it's not just just dangerous the fact that they these women woke up not knowing what happened last night but you know if whoever did that use the same needle to multiple women that also means that it can pass some diseases such as AIDS that is more important or hepatitis B or hepatitis C I hope I pronounce this correct um, and and that that would be criminal um, I remember a case, I don't know if you had it, about a guy who had AIDS and went to the local, some local supermarkets, I think happened um, in West London, Southwest London, tried to remember the area but can't, and tried to inject his blood in the meat in these supermarkets and I was so shocked because that's evil and that's a crime. Um, I think they found the man back then but I remember I was looking the news I was watching the TV and looking at the news and I was like what how is that even possible um I will try to keep you updated whether they caught uh, the suspect if there are multiple suspects um or if that's a sort of um, different level of crime um in any other way I really hope the police will announce something soon um I just want you to everyone to stay safe um, and please feel free to contact me through Instagram or my email. There are all of them in the description. Bye.